Welcome to the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Sorachuk, and my purpose is to help female entrepreneurs create businesses and brands through social media and online marketing so they can start to attract their ideal client and start generating the leads, the sales, and the income that they deserve. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and start showing up online like the unstoppable entrepreneur that you are, then this is the perfect place for you. Let's get social. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing today? I am so excited to be recording a new episode of the Next Level Social Podcast. As always, I am grateful, honored, ecstatic, thrilled, filled with nothing but love and happiness to have you here. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome and so happy to have you here. Okay, so I have been getting a lot of common, what I like to call FAQs, frequently asked questions lately, all around the same theme, this this theme of creating content. I've been getting questions like, Ayla, how can I create more content faster? How can I make my content better and more impactful? How can I stand out with my content? And also, how do you expect me to come up with videos and reels and graphics and blogs and Pinterest posts. I just don't have enough time. I'm not creative enough. I don't have a team. Ayla, I am overwhelmed. And listen, I get it. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, do I get it. I've been there. I'm an entrepreneur. I also have been in the insides managing social media accounts and running businesses for some really big brands for the last decade. I know firsthand how much work goes into creating epic and valuable, that being a really a key, a key term there, content. I also know and understand the pressure we as entrepreneurs put on ourselves, this pressure that we have to be everywhere at all times, that if we aren't showing up consistently every single day on all these platforms, we're missing opportunities and our time is is somehow limited to attract our ideal client and to grow our businesses and make sales. I understand. I'm sure many of you are nodding your head right now. It's this innate pressure that we as entrepreneurs put ourselves because most of us are visionaries. Most of us are high achievers. That's why we're our own bosses. That's why we're creating brands and creating businesses and products and services because we think outside the box. But with that also comes this immense pressure that we can sometimes put in ourselves. So today in this episode, I'm here to tell you that this doesn't have to be the case. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving in and sharing some of my best hacks for creating content that not only attracts, but also sells and leaves you with more space working on the important revenue generating tasks on the inside of your business. How does that sound? You're with me. Let's dive in. Okay. So tip number one is to pick a platform to master. So this is a mistake. This is something that I have seen so many times where my clients and my students think, like I said, they have to be everywhere on every single platform. They feel like they have to be on Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest and YouTube and TikTok and LinkedIn. And what happens is they end up burning themselves the frick out. This is not a strategy that I want us focusing on. This is not a strategy that will work or be scalable. And you end up kind of doing all of them and you end up kind of doing all of them not very well. So focus on one platform, master the living daylights out of it, grow it, create a community, create epic content for your ideal client, create offers that solve their problem and start bringing in revenue through one platform. I want you also 
to really use your genius zone when it comes to this. So what naturally feels most authentic and organic to you? And so from there, lean into the platform that kind of represents that. For me, I love graphics. I love beautiful images. I love beautiful videos. I love an aesthetic. So naturally, Instagram felt the most supportive to that to me. So feel feel it out. Feel what what is most natural to you and lean into the platform that supports that. And then when the time is right and you're making, you know, consistent cash flow from social media and from your offers and you have the capacity to maybe hire somebody on, have a team member from then branch out into a platform, a new platform and master it and so on and so forth. I am all about doing less, not more. I am all about quality over quantity when it comes to your content. So really lean into this and just pick something to master. And just remember that doing less will actually allow you to be more impactful because you are going to have more space and energy to focus on the more important things inside of your business than just creating content for every single platform. Okay. So that's, that's tip hack. Number one, number two, make time to research. Research is so, so important when it comes to creating content. It's really going to be the epicness that's going to help you create content that you know is going to be successful. So ask your audience, what does your audience want from you? What issues do they have? What frequently asked questions have been coming up for you and your clients? Take this podcast episode for a prime example. My clients have been asking me for content creating hack advice. So what am I doing? I'm creating a podcast episode out of it. I also want you to make space to take a look at your competitors. What content are they creating? How can you take what they've done and put your own unique spin on it? Never copy, but always take inspiration from other people and other creators and other competitors and see how you can work your magic into it. I'm big at looking at trends, not just humping on a trend because it's, you know, trending, but looking at trends and seeing how you can jump on it and create something unique and in your genius zone that your target audience is going to want to eat up. Take a look at that. How can you create content around them for your ideal client? And then from there, honestly, dedicate time to this. So make space for yourself either once a week or once every couple of weeks. Or for me, I actually like to do this every day because it actually lights me up. But I'll take like 10 or 15 minutes a day to kind of do some research on what's trending and what my competitors are doing and what my clients are doing and get really inspired from it. But I understand that that's not everyone's jam. So make space for yourself either once a week, once every couple of weeks to simply research content that's being shared and save it. Whether you save it to your camera roll, whether you set up your social media apps with folders like I have on the back of Instagram. So you can come back to this content later when you're getting ready to batch create your own content. More to come on this in a minute. And be able to know right then and there what you want to create with your own unique spin on it. Okay, so tip or hack number three for creating consistent content is to plan. Plan, plan, plan. I say this all the time. Social media is a business. At least it should be for anyone that's listening to this podcast or actually for anyone in today's day and age. There is so much potential on these platforms and they truly can get you and your products and your services seen in front of so many incredible eyeballs. So It's a business and creating content is a part, a huge part of this business. It's part of your sales funnel that attracts your ideal audience. So we need to start treating it like a business. It is no longer a hobby. And as soon as we can start really making this mindset shift and start to treat social media like a business, the sooner social media will start to reward us like a business in return. 
I always like to use this example of if you are working in nine to five, which I'm sure many of us probably had have at one point in time, or maybe you still are. And your boss comes to you and says, hey, Sally, every Monday by 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, I want you to have a content calendar filled out for the month. I want copy written in that content calendar for the week. I want to know exactly what days I'm creating reels, what days I'm going on stories, and what days I have graphics and carousels going out. And I actually want them completed for the entire week, every Monday, and I would like to review it for you. Would you do it? You bet your darn rights you would do it because it's your job. And if you don't do it, you're going to get fired. So start planning out your content as if it was your legit job. And each quarter, every month and week, dedicate time to this task specifically. Because if you don't, you know, you're going to get fired. <laughs> and just start making making those mindset shifts. And I'm telling you, it's really, really, really going to impact the way you show up, not even on social media and in your business, but 100% in the way you straight start creating content. And depending on where you're at in your business, this will vary. So when I was working with some big brands, we would dedicate, you know, anywhere from an entire four to eight hours, sometimes planning out our entire quarter's content. So we would talk about product drops, launch dates, photo shoots, newsletters, social media content. And we would kind of high levelly plan out three months at a time. So more importantly, we could start ordering product because this was a, a product-based company for this, this one particular brand and then work backwards from there. However, if you are a solo entrepreneur or a small business, I don't necessarily recommend spending eight hours dedicating your entire day to this. You can if you want to, but I would recommend starting out planning, you know, at least monthly and then take time to plan out bi-weekly and weekly. So put it in your calendar, in your iCalendar, in your Google Doc, whatever it is you use, schedule time in for yourself and it's make it a non-negotiable. I also recommend, I like to use a content calendar. Um, I have a content calendar that I would be happy to share with you guys. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you and plug in, use this content calendar and take time to plug in important dates for the month, your launches, holidays, events, things like that from a high level perspective. So you can kind of see it all in a really nice organized spreadsheet. And then I like to focus on each week and each week I personally will focus on promoting each of my current offers. So one week I will focus on filling in my one-on-one -on -one offerings. One week I will focus in on promoting my social media audit sessions. One week I will really talk about mastermind and my results and my students and where they're at. And then if I have any one-off launches, I like to kind of do those once or twice a month. That will be an entire week dedicated to that. So that's kind of how I plan out from a high level point of view, my content calendar. And then from there, I'll plug in my content pillars, which are just a fancy term for topics. And I suggest that everyone have content pillars based around education, inspiration, relatability, promotion, got to be promoting ourselves, <laughs> social proof, those two kind of go hand in hand and strong call to actions around all of those. So really start to think of how you can pepper in your unique content topics or pillars into those those categories and have them all as create a legend in the content calendar if you want, but make sure that you pepper them into the content calendar and create a schedule that works for you. I mean, we're all different. We all have different schedules. Some of us are moms. Some of us have, you know, full-time jobs. Some of us are side hustling. Some of us are running teams. It's all, we're all different. And so I always recommend 
Create a schedule that works for you and your life and where you're at in this moment and just stick with it and be consistent. If posting, you know, three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays is all that you have space for that feels good for you and you're able to commit to it and show up, that's amazing. If you're able to post every single day and that's where you're at in your business right now and you have some help and, you know, that's you're, you're just crushing it that way, amazing. But we're all different and we're all at different stages. My ask is that whatever it is that you're doing and wherever you are at your business that you just make a commitment to yourself, whichever, whichever days you choose to post and stick to it. So that's kind of how I plan out my content, how I recommend you plan out your content. And I also recommend from there, I will also put into my calendar content batching days and have these set in stone. These are non-negotiable and we're going to dive into what that means and what that looks like. So this segues us right into tip number four, which is to batch create your content, meaning reels, videos, photos, copy, and graphics, creating them in one specific time in multiples. So don't get overwhelmed by this. This is something that we need to do that's going to actually do the reverse. It's going to help us create a real process and system around creating content. So after you've planned what it is you want to post about and when, then you need to schedule in days to batch create them. So wherever, similarly to planning, wherever you're at in your business right now, find a batching strategy that works for you. You can start small and grow from there. You can micro batch. So create a couple graphics at a time or shoot a couple reels at a time. If that is where you're at right now and if that feels good to you, for me, I really like to focus on batching and I will batch my reel sometimes 10 to 20 at one time, once a month. I find this works for me. I find I am in the zone when I do this. I have done all my research before. I've done all my planning. I know exactly what content pillars I'm going to hit. I know exactly, you know, what examples I'm going to refer back to, what audio I'm going to use, what my text is going to refer to. I have that all planned out in my planning and my scheduling. And then I kind of just show up and shoot. So I like to really do that once a month, 10 to 20 reels at a time. On another day a week, I will batch create, you know, five to 10 carousels. My platform is very educational based. I am a coach. So using carousels works really well for me. This content always performs well. It takes a little bit of work, so I really like to get into the zone when I'm doing it, but I will make a bunch of them at the, at the same time. I also recommend and do for myself one to two photo shoot a year. This is just going to really help you have some professional photos that you can use all year long. So this isn't something you need to do consistently. I mean, depending on what type of business and brand you are, that actually differentiates. But if you are a coach or a solopreneur, I recommend between one to two. Obviously, if you are product-based, um, that can be a little bit different. You probably want to be doing photo shoots for all of your product launches and drops and things like that. However, find a, find a way that works for you and go from there. And another little hot tip with photo shoots, I always like to have somebody there with me capturing behind the scenes video content of the actual day. These days are usually exciting. There's lots of things happening. It can, you know, really offer you value and be useful when you want to create reels and videos later on. So that's just a little bonus side tip that I wanted to recommend. 
And then once a week after I kind of like batch created content, graphics, reels, photos, I have everything kind of, you know, bulk created. I'll then organize my weekly content into some sort of schedule or like planally or plan that or later um, so I can visually see my grid and see what it's going to look like. I'm very visual. My aesthetic is very important to me. So I like to see the squares kind of mapped out in advance. And then that is when I'll go and write my copy for each within those platforms. So do what works for you. That is my process. That is what works for me. This is what I teach my students. But if filming two to four reels a week and creating two graphs at a time is all that you have space for and capacity for, that is absolutely a-okay. Your batching can grow as you do. Just start. I'm telling you right now, it will take so much pressure off of you and allow you space to really focus on other aspects of your business. And you can create goals. Like for me right now, my my goal with this podcast is batching four podcast episodes at a time for three days in a row. I know that sounds a little crazy, but if I could do that, if I could commit to that, that way I will essentially be a quarter ahead. I'm not quite there yet, but slowly that's my goal that I want to work towards. And this is just something that I know is going to free up space instead of me having to record a podcast every single week, um, get in and out of flow. And, you know, of course that will change from time to time, but that's a goal that I have. I want to batch create essentially four episodes in one week. I don't know about you guys, but like when I get into the zone with something and I put all my distractions aside, I am laser focused. And I honestly, some of my best content comes from batch creating and just like laser focusing on writing the copy or creating the graphics or filming the reels or whatever it is. There's something very powerful about laser focusing on something and putting all other things aside. So batch create, I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Okay, so tip number five for creating content with ease is to repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. So not repurposing in the way where you're just resharing the exact same piece of content over and over again. That's not necessarily what I mean. However, you can do that from time to time, depending on the time frame in which you posted that originally piece of content. But what I am referring to specifically here is taking one piece of content and repurposing it in multiple ways. So one tip I like to do and I recommend we all do is I will all once a week, I take a look into my insights or my analytics. If you're not doing this, please start. Your insights and your analytics will tell you a lot about your content, about your audience, about your engagement, content specifically that's working well and not working well. And that's exactly what I do here is I will make notes of the content that performed exceptionally well over others in the last couple of weeks. So this lets me know that that context of the content landed really well with my audience. So I will then take that one piece of strong content and I will repurpose it. I will turn it into a blog. I will share it in a newsletter. I will take it and put it into a reel or a carousel, or maybe I'm going to go live and create an IGTV video out of the content that originally started off as just a picture in myself or in stories, et cetera, et cetera. So you don't have to be reinventing the wheel all the time and coming up with like really incredible content ideas. Look at what's done well and figure out ways that you can take the context of that content and repurpose it in multiple ways. And all of a sudden, I'm telling you, creating content is going to feel more manageable for you. It really is going to shrink the amount of time that 
you are putting into coming up with original content down. Plus, it gives your audience time to actually see it and it's giving them what they want. We are all so freaking busy and inundated with content. The fact that we actually think that our one reel or our one carousel saw our entire audience saw, that's completely naive because it's most likely not the case. So definitely reshare it because odds are a bulk of your audience never even saw the original content in the first place. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a game changer when you are trying to come up with content ideas and creating content for your life. Okay, so hack number six is to delegate. Now, I will only recommend this hack when the time is absolutely right for you based on what stage of your business that you're in. So what I mean by that is depending on what revenue is actually coming in and what stage you're at, that is when I would recommend perhaps delegating some of the content creation tasks of your business to somebody else, especially if this type of thing isn't within your genius zone. If it doesn't light you up, that's definitely an indication that it might be something that you want to pass off when the time is right. For me, I will probably never pass off creating my social media because I actually enjoy it. It's something that really, really does light me up. There's aspects of it that I don't necessarily love, like copywriting, for example. Don't really love that. But the graphic creation piece and the video editing, I love that. So take a look at what you're doing. Take a look at what's lighting you up. And based on what stage, maybe you can start to find ways to to delegate some of these tasks. This might not be for you in this moment, but when the funds are there, it's something to for sure consider. And in the meantime, maybe you have an amazing partner or a friend who has space to support to support you in certain aspects of your business. I know for me recently, I have hired on my brother, Dane, who is absolutely incredible and I am paying him. However, I'm paying him at a lower rate than I probably would have because he is truly wanting to learn from me and that is enough value for him and I am spending time teaching him, mentoring him. So thinking of maybe maybe you're in a place and a position and have the authority to hire on an intern who really would actually love to learn from you and that to them is valuable enough. I personally started off as an intern. I actually worked for free for somebody for almost six months. Um, but it was valuable enough to me because I learned so much from her and it ended up working out really well. And I ended up getting eventually an incredible salary and all of that worked out. So I digress. But not only can you outsource to, to people in your family and in your network from the business side of things, but this can also be in form of everyday life things. Getting your partner partners or partner to help you out with like daily errands, asking your mom to look at your monthly books and statements. That's something I've recently done lately. If you're in a position to hire out cleaning services, all of these things take up so much of our mental and physical energy. So the more we can start to hand things off that aren't in our genius zone that are weighing on us, the more we will have space for creating content and tackling the business tasks in our business that really need our attention. And when you are in that stage in your business where you are generating a really great consistent amount of revenue, that is when you can really start to outsource and delegate some of the things in your business. So I always like to go to fiverr.com or upwork.com for simple tasks within your business that can be taken off your plate. So like editing videos, copywriting, creating images and graphics. This can take so much off of your plate and there are some credible freelancers and entrepreneurs on those websites that would love to have you. And then of course, as you start to grow, which you all are, and we all are going to be in that place when we're a little bit more advanced in our business, this is the time 
when you really want to start to hire out a full-time team. And my experience being on the insides of a business working full-time, there's truly nothing better you can do and no better investment you can spend than hiring on the team members your team members, but the right team members. I remember when I was an intern for that one specific business I was talking about, the second that she hired me on full-time to work within her business was truly the second thing skyrocketed to like insane levels. And it was the best thing. And then I ended up hiring on, you know, eight to 10 other employees later on down our journey. And it just kept growing and growing and growing. But the timing has to be right. And when it is, it will feel right. You'll know, you'll know revenue-wise, you know, within your gut and really the world will be your oyster. Okay, so my last tip for creating content on ease is to always be capturing. So this is something that you can kind of get used to and it will become more natural as you start to do it. But honestly, we all have our phones with us basically attached to our hips at all times anyways. Start to really film and take photos of everything all times. So Gary V it up, like show the behind the scenes, show how your products are made, take your camera along and your phone along on photo shoots, set up a tripod and film yourself doing day-to-day work life, even if it's just on your computer that you can later on turn into a time-lapse. Like just always be filming stuff. If you have speaking events or if you're going to events, if you're doing work parties, you name it, you really want to be capturing content that you can so you can then later on take it and create it on the fly. Document your life. Show what's going on in your business. It will save you so much time in the long run to really be able to have this bulk content, these bulk videos and photos that you can turn into, you know, reels later on or videos, whatever it may be, always be capturing. Okay, so those are my tips for how you can start to create a process and a system and ease with creating content. So I hope you found these tips helpful. If you did, I would be so honored if you shared this episode, if you took a screenshot of it, shared it on social media and tag me at Ayla Frida. And if you want more insights and tips like this, we dive into all of these types of strategies and so much more in the Next Level Social Mastermind. And I am officially accepting new applications for the next group launching in April. So be sure to go check out the show notes to apply. It is going to be an amazing three months of working together and I would be honored to have you there. Okay, so until next time, see you next week. Much love. Hey, love. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It truly means the world to me to have your support. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs and business owners as I possibly can. So if you found support or guidance in any way into today's episode, the best way you can show me your love in return is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on social media with you and or your team. Or even better, you can always leave me a review on whichever platform you're tuning in from. I will be reading every single one. And don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Frida. that's A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A, or you can learn more about me, my coaching services, or all my amazing freebies at www.aylasorochuk.com. That's A-Y-L-A-S-O-R-O-C-H-U-K.com. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, girl.